talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wider. Welcome to Fight Club. Welcome back to Fight Club. We're super excited to be here with y'all this Tuesday morning. As you know, we are a group of self-employed industry experts, and we cover four different areas of business. We cover marketing, operations, employee management, and money. So this is just a little casual conversation we're having today with our guest, Carrie Knight. We're so excited to have her here with us. And we want you to find something this week to fight for in your business. Just one piece that you can take to change and impact your life and your business and your future. So we'll go around, do a little bit of introductions. My name is Taylor Maroney, and I handle the marketing side of this panel. I co-own a power washing company with my husband in cold South Florida today. Very <laughs> It is cold yeah. for us. It yeah, is like, long, <laughs> it is a wet, like 50 degrees. Not fun. <laughs> But we are super excited to be with you today, and I'm happy to say welcome back to Fight Club. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Carrie, let's have you go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Thank you. My name is Carrie Knight. Um, I own a cleaning business in Tampa, Florida with my husband. It's The name of the business is Made Brigade of Tampa Bay. We've got about 32 employees who are wearing coats today. Like Taylor said, it's a little chilly. We don't, we don't have coats and jackets very much here, so... Uh, when we get these cold days, it's 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 out of the norm for us. So um, I am happy to report that actually my my husband joined the business in 2016, and he completely runs the business today. So I focus on working with cleaning business owners from all over on mostly marketing strategies. But now that COVID's hit, I find myself all encompassing and helping with you know the employee side of the business and. Um, just all the things and strategies that I've used in my business over 13 years to grow. So it's been fun for me to kind of put together a whole playbook or you know strategy, whatever you want to call it, of all the things that I've used because I didn't know what I was doing for so long. You know, it, I think for me, I had a learning curve of <laughs> let's go with 10 years. I don't know. I mean, my learning curve was long and. Um, I always say that had I found the right person who could have helped me, I would have shortened my lear- my learning curve. So that's my goal and my mission is to shorten everyone's learning curve and get them to success faster. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you're the cleaning boss. Like that is yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's such a cool name and tagline. I love Thank it. You. Um, I appreciate that. I, uh, we have our little niece with us right now and she loves that we're bosses, you know. Andy, you're a boss, babe. Like that's such a strong word for her. Um, good morning, everybody. My name is Megan Likes, and I am the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online, where I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. Um, I also own Likes Accounting Company, which is an, a back office virtual accounting firm where if you're allergic to math or numbers or money, you can outsource that to me and my team and we can take care of all the bookkeeping for you. And I co-own a window cleaning and gutter cleaning company with my husband here in Northern California, where we do have cold, normal cold. I love that Tay's wearing her like a Breckenridge jacket there. I wore my Breckenridge boots the other day and thought of Tay and how she probably never wears them in Florida. I knew knew you did. I knew you did. Um, And uh, I'm very happy to be here. Welcome to Fight Club. Happy Tuesday, everybody. 
Love it. Love it. And I'm Michelle Myers, co-owner of Pink Collars with my husband too, Carrie. So we're going to get into how do you work with your spouse? I want to chat with you about that because that's super exciting for me. Um, and where we put remote CSRs into your service business, home service business. Um, if you need help with phones or email or chat or contact or any of that, any of that awesome stuff that makes your business run, we can help you do that remotely every single day um, within the CRM of your choice. So welcome to Fight Club. <laughs> And I'm Martha Woodward, and uh, I am a co-founder of Quality Driven Software, and I am the founder of an online course called uh, Level Up, Build Teams That Give a Shit, and uh, I also run a maid service, but very absentee-like and very remotely, so uh, you notice it's like third on my list, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm still involved and still give it a little attention. I have to be honest. Very <laughs> welcome to Fight Club. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I think we're ready to start. All introductions are done. So we are going to jump right into the first panel, which is me, Carrie, and I know you love marketing, so I'm super yeah. excited. Um, I want to talk today about seasonal marketing. And I think this is something that like not a lot of people touch on. And I don't just mean seasonal like holidays. So I know you're in Florida, like myself, and we have a heavy snowbird season. It's, it's part of our busy season. Most of the time, I mean, summer's completely different than your January through, you know, April, you know, May time period. Mm -hmm. So I want to touch on what's something that I'm, I know marketing campaigns can be heavy. You know, there's Google ads, there's SEO, there's all these different pieces that you can do, but what's one piece that a business owner can control today that can make an impact on those seasonal homeowners and, you know, commercial clients that may be starting to look for companies? Well, I mean, I, the first thing that people miss out on so much and where they leave money on the table is that they don't email their list. So the money is in the list. I mean, if there's one saying that you should like say in your head before you go to bed is the money is in the list. So you have to continuously be adding to your email list. And, and those are prospects who have told you no, right? I mean, those are people who have contacted your, your company. They've said no for whatever reason, but that just means no right now. It doesn't mean no forever. So you have to be consistent with hitting them with different campaigns throughout the year and putting together a message, uh, that message that's going to attract them to, to your business. So, I mean, we're all in different businesses, but what is that $1 million marketing message that's going to get them to say yes this time? And so your messages need to change between your email campaigns. But the biggest thing that I see people doing is not doing the emails. So they're so busy in putting out day-to-day -day fires in their business. I think, I think, that so many business owners see themselves as firefighters instead of being CEOs, that they fail to do these strategic things in their business. And again, the number one thing that people are leaving money on the table with is not emailing their list. Mm. Huge. Hits, I feel like that hits home for so many people because that's the last thing, like you're saying, on the their list as business owners. It's yeah. I need to get the trucks out. I need to have the teams going. I need to make sure everyone has their equipment and their cleaning supplies, whatever you may need right. to keep going. And then it's like at 10 o'clock at night, you're sitting there saying, oh yeah, I meant to send that email at like 10 o'clock right. today. Right, it's an afterthought. Tomorrow. 
Yeah. Exactly. And then tomorrow comes, you have a whole new list or 50 tabs as Martha does. And it's like, you have a whole, a whole, you know, plethora of things you're trying to accomplish. But like you're saying that email list is a combination of not only past clients who have said yes, but people that have said no for right now. And we did, I think one time we did recently, I think it was in October, right before we went out to Colorado, we did one for referrals. We had clients that we gave $50 to um, as kind of a thank you for referring to the company. And we even sent it to people that didn't refer. And I was shocked at how many people jumped on that $50 offer, even though they didn't even sign up with us from the get-go. They were originally a no. So there's, for you, what's one of your kind of winning messages, at least for the cleaning business? What's one that you've seen you've had a lot of success with? Well, I mean, you hit it on the head just there. Um, Referrals are the lowest hanging fruit in your business. So, so many people don't use that strategy and they don't think it will work for them. So I I get that all the time of people who tell me, oh, Carrie, it might work for you, but it won't work for me. Yes, it will work for you. You just have to use it. And surely it is the lowest hanging fruit in your business. When you wow people with your, with your business and they have, they walk away with a wow experience, they want to tell other people. So you have to be able to share with them, look at our referral program. Like here's our referral program. And even the people who haven't bought from you, they see that you're doing great things in the community. You know, they see your marketing, they, they want to share your company's success with other people. And so, I mean, again, referrals for us have been a great strategy. I have it on my website. We have it as a tagline on our emails. Like it's, it's the, um, on our signature line. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about it over the phone. We do referral cam- email campaigns. I'm actually going to hire a company who's going to give me a software to track referrals. So that's, mm-hmm. that's actually a nice job is coming up with uh, that software. So I mean, referrals are the lowest hanging fruit, the easiest way for you, even if you're getting started, like let's say any business you're getting started and you have 10 clients, ask those 10 clients for referrals. It's the easiest way for you to compound your business. It truly is. Absolutely. Well, we kind of hit everyone with a combo of emails and referrals. So with that being said, I don't want to overload them too much. I know. I can talk about marketing all day. So (laughs) I know. I had a feeling that would be the case. So maybe we'll just have to do like our own little side marketing. (laughs) And then just like go at it with everyone. (laughs) But I'm going to pass you over to Megan so she can chat finances with you. Okay. Hello. Awesome. I'm trying to like share and multitasking. And um, I love email. I, uh, I've really enjoyed responsive follow-up sequence and then just recently started getting into MailChimp. Um, and it's amazing. I mean, I can turn on a campaign and bring in five figures of booking or six figures of booking just by, you know, nurturing those things or having a really good offer. And I want to talk to you about really good offers because I actually refer referred to you yesterday. Um, I signed up for your five-day marketing challenge um, at the beginning of last month, I think it was. And um, what I, I love, I love that you said you do, you do marketing, but now you're starting to dabble in other things. And something that I noticed in your challenge was mindset is huge. Confidence is huge. Describing and articulating your value is huge. And stacking an offer is really important. So I was hoping you could talk to me a little bit about that because the person I referred to yesterday was was probably a very classic ideal customer for you. Somebody who was like, 
I'm really struggling because my customers don't want to pay and they, you know, they're like, there's a lot of competition in my area and I want to pay my staff well. So to attract good staff, and I'm thinking like, your pricing sounds wrong. Like I'm hearing you say you need to raise your price. And they were saying, you know, like in 10 people out of 10 people, they are saying yes to my offer. And I'm thinking, oh, we don't want that many people to say yes. Like your price is too low. We want some people to say no. So I, I talk about money and I feel like last week we talked with Kurt Kempton of Responsibin and we talked about how everything trickles down from sales. So essentially in your business, everything is a percentage of sales. So you need to have sales in the right spot in order for everything else to kind of line up accordingly. And I feel like that might be your strong suit. Uh, Martha, when she was promoting today's topic, she said, you are the sales queen. Ah. And so... (laughs) And we never really talk about sales on Fight Club. We talk about marketing, but we don't really talk about sales. So talk to us about building that irresistible offer, bundling that package. And I know that you do a whole like many, many hours on this. So you have five minutes, <laughs> but we want to hear how do you do that? <laughs> okay. So I mean, what I, t- what I, teach on on creating the irresistible offer is something that isn't new right like I mean it's not a new concept it's been around forever but people are very reluctant and hesitant to use it in their business and it is really like the number one secret or the number one strategy that we've used to to our, our business has exploded because of this one thing truly because of one thing Um, And what we did is we shifted away from discounts. So we don't use the D word ever. There's no D word that's used (laughs) in our business ever. And I teach my students that too. So it's a mindset shift. I have to get them away from thinking about discounts and instead providing more value. So when you're looking at your business um, and you want to grow your business, the only way you can do it and you, you hit it on the head is price. You have to be increasing your price every single year. And the only way you can do that is when you add more value. And when you add more value, you become more valuable. So I can appeal to the higher end clients who can afford my service because I'm the most attractive because I provide the most value. And value comes in all different sizes and shapes. Like it's not just about like value of like the cleaning and saying, I'm gonna do baseboards and and inside windows. There's value in saying that all of my employees wear company IDs. They're in company shirts. They come in company uniforms. Um, I've got a full-time customer service manager who's going to handle your your complaint, like handle things for you immediately. You're not going to go to um, a call center or wherever. Like we're in-house. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> but okay, I mean, no, go. value comes in all shapes and sizes yeah. in your business. It's it's being a top-notch provider, top quality provider in all areas. Like, and and so for us, um, we created an offer that is around getting bi-weekly customers. That is the number one customer I'm looking to attract. And so People don't understand that it starts with the who. When you're creating a business, it's not what, it's the who. Who are you looking to attract? When you figure out who the who is, you, then you go after that person. And I, we secretly do it with an offer. And it's an offer that I know that my who or my avatar wants. And so I'm looking to attract a certain type of customer to buy weekly service. It's all I want. I want bi-weekly, bi-weekly service because that way 
I have a steady route for my team. We can, we can schedule, you don't have gaping holes in our schedule from, from week to week, same team, same time. Um, it's, it's really the best method in our industry. So when I'm able to close more biweekly customers, it's, it's a win for the client because they never have to clean again. And that is my marketing message. You guys can steal it. You never have to clean ever again when you have biweekly service. But if you have monthly service, sorry, you're still going to have to clean. So we wrap up this package, this offer that's so good, that's so valuable, they absolutely have to say yes to biweekly service. And so no matter what you're selling, you want to create an offer. You never, ever, ever discount. Because when you discount, you devalue your service. Like you're, you're literally saying like, yeah, I know I'm not that valuable. And, and then the customer treats you different too, because they don't see you as a, you know, like a, they just don't see you like the BMW, you know, BMW has a different sort of respect in the industry and you want to be the BMW in your industry. So when you discount, you're just, it just doesn't work. And I, and I did it for years. Um, you're attracting a discount customer. And the thing about discounts is you teach them that they can just ask you for more discounts. And so by the end of the day, like not only have you not made any money in our case, in our industry, you can actually lose money. Like you're paying to clean that customer's house because of discounts. Right. So and that was the conversation we had yesterday was this whole idea that like, you're actually paying money to go to work and, yes. and worse, you're actually paying staff to go to work Correct. and you're not getting paid. Right. Correct. So if, if you have somebody that's listening and we just have two minutes left before Michelle gives me the hook, but if you have somebody who's sitting out there listening, it's just like, I don't know where to start. I know my pricing's a mess. I know I need to do something different. Like what would be your one piece of advice for that person? Who's just like, I'm stuck. And I, I want to say two, maybe three small comments before you answer. So you can think about your answer. One is um, that, uh, oh, dang, did I just lose them? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I had three really good ones from what you were just saying, but okay, they'll come back to me. <laughs> so if you have somebody who's sitting there who's like, I just don't know what to do about pricing. I know that that's my problem. I know that I've been discounting too much, but I'm scared because I'm still recovering from COVID and I'm scared because my numbers are still down and I'm scared... So how do you, how do you talk them out of that vicious cycle? Cause I'm sure you see it every single day with your students. Well, first of all, you don't want to look desperate, right? I mean, that's the worst thing that we do in business is we look desperate and we like, we just want to, we just want some, a customer, a breathing living customer who has green money. That's it. Right. And you can't do that. You, you have to, like I said, you've got to find your ideal client and you got to raise your prices. Like, like, don't be afraid to raise your prices. Anytime someone joins my group, that's the first thing we, I do is I force them to raise their prices. And I've had people come back to me who are terrified and they came back. They're like, oh my God, it was the best thing I've ever done for my business. Like they're hitting record breaking revenue months for raising their prices. Like it was so simple. And with COVID, it is a reason to raise your prices. You just got better. Your company just got better because all the new policies and you've got new equipment and, and you, that, that cost has to get passed along to your customer, but they also reap the benefits. So this is a win-win. It's not like a win-lose. You can't be afraid to raise your prices. And the last part I'll say is price for profit. People price their prices where it, in our industry, I mean, I, I'm going to reflect on our industry because I know it the best, but 
when they start off, they start off as a technician. So they look at the, at the, at the price and they're like, oh, a hundred dollars for an hour. I can do it myself. Oh, that's amazing. And they never think about pricing when they have employees. So once you have employees, you have to share, you know, half of the pie now, and there's not enough of the pie to go around to cover your overhead and all of your costs and, and now employees. So you have to price for profit for you. And that has nothing to do with, like, I see people looking around and seeing what other people are charging. That has nothing to do with your business. Like you have to know your costs and you have to price for profit for you and your business. And don't be afraid to raise your prices. Like as long as you provide more value and you're better than your competition, you can continue to increase your prices. I love it. You're speaking all of my language. <laughs> I remember two of my comments. One is you are exceptional at creating the irresistible offer because I was pitching a product on this thing called Deal Day and you pitched a product on Deal Day and I was like, I have to buy that. That is absolutely <laughs> no brainer. Like I need that. And then Carrie's like, but you're not in my industry. She's like, oh, it will work. I, like, I will make no, it no, work no. in my industry. I was like, I absolutely need that. And uh, if you are a window cleaning company or a gutter cleaning company, I highly recommend it. We can learn so much from the maid service industry. You've heard me say this for three years, how much I have learned from Martha's industry about cleaning clean, maintenance cleans, recurring cleans. Um, but we can learn from their marketing strategies too of figuring out that avatar, getting that recurring revenue, figuring out a run rate. It makes everything else so much easier in business. So that was the one comment. And the second comment was the pink collars. We, you didn't offend us at all because we consider them part of the team, right? They're not a call center. They're part of our yeah. team. So it totally works because they're our customer service rock stars, right? They're part of our internal teams. So it, it was perfect. And those were my comments. Thank you so much, Carrie. That was really fun. I, I would love to chat about pricing for profit again because I went through this <laughs> situation um, with this I had this exact call with somebody I referred to yesterday um, so thanks yeah. for being here that was really fun to meet you and um, I'm going to pass you to Michelle who's going to grill you about systems or <laughs> apparently working with your spouse you never know with Michelle I want to talk to I want to talk about every I want to talk about working with your spouse because I I don't know about you guys, but I work with this cat every Daddy. single day. It's a zoo. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Guys, how are you? And we legitimately sit at a 14 foot long table and we sit side by side driving this bus every day. Tell me what it's like, Carrie, to have handed off your baby because that's essentially what you did. Yeah, right? It was a really you, ugly baby though for a long time. Okay, so you baby and now you're sort of not even raising the baby like tell me how that happened I love it <laughs> all right well first of all I will say this um you know I'm a dreamer like I'm, I'm a dreamer so when I wanted to be a business owner I was like oh we're gonna work together and you're gonna quit your job and and it will be in three years and it'll be so magical well three years I was like nearly bankrupt so like it was like it was a nightmare okay so um again remember I'm, I'm like this lifelong student so it took me 10 years to figure out this industry should have taken took me less but it took me 10 years and so by the 10th year finally that dream came to fruition of my husband quitting his job and joining the business and I will tell you that, um, and it, I mean, again, I'm, I'm a dreamer and everybody should be dreamers. Like, you of know, like we should all be dreamers. Like 
just dream, dream big. And I tell my kids that dream big. Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. You, you can do whatever you want. Anyway, um, so working with my husband, first of all, he's a, he's a rock star. Like he's amazing. <laughs> he's super smart. And the fact that I ran this business for 10 years was, um, <laughs> he, he should have been the one doing it all along. He's so much better at it than me because he's, he's a leader. And, and you have to be, to be a business owner, that, I think that's the number one quality. You've got yeah. to be a leader. And the, the thing about being a leader is that you make everyone around you leaders too. Like you force them to level up their, their business skills and life. And that's what he does so well is that he takes our employees and he levels up their lives. And it's just, it's wow. amazing to watch. So I have like mad respect for my husband that he's <laughs> so good at what he does. And so when he first joined, it was, there was conflict because it was my baby, right? It sure. was my baby. <laughs> and I fought him tooth and nail on the way that I did it because that, because we've done it this way for so long and this is my way. And yeah. then it was like somebody like coming in and they're like, but your way is wrong, you know, but yeah. your way is wrong. And, and I had to let go. So I don't know if that was in your business, Michelle, because I think it was your baby too. It was. Yeah, it yeah. was. It and was very so similar. I had to, I had to let go, which was a slow process. I'm not going to say it happened overnight. It was very <laughs> slow. And then when I realized again, he's a rock star. When I realized like, oh my God, he's so much better at this than me. <laughs> Then I let go and I let him because our business grew when he, he's just, he's so smart. So I think the business grew because he came in, he brought, he came from, um, he came from automotive where they have, you know, six Sigma and all the systems in place and, sure. and quality. Um, so he, he brought that background and he just implemented that in our business. And up until COVID, we were growing 20% year over year. And that was him. I mean, that wasn't me. That was him. So every wow. year we would grow double digits. And, and so now he, he runs the business and he, he does phenomenal at it. That's great. And would you say that you guys are opposites? Like, is he doing things in a completely different way yes. than you did? Okay. Um, but it's so not interesting. But, but, but we have different strengths. So that's the key, Michelle. I bring a different skill set, and my sure. skill set is marketing and finance. Um, yeah. I don't like the operations part of the business. I really don't. I mean, I don't want to hear about one more pic broken picture frame. I don't know about you, Martha, but it's like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care that yeah. we broke some. I, I just stop. I don't care. And yeah. so that's the part of the business that drove me nuts. And yeah. Um, He's, he's so good with it. He, yeah. his, he's got yeah, leadership and operations and all like the, you know, he's so good at that. So running a business is like, it's so easy for him. And those are the things Love that it. I struggled with that drove me crazy, but I'm really good at marketing. I'm really yeah. good at finance and, you know, just the yeah. money. Like, I, I like love money, that. So. <laughs> I love who that. For, who doesn't love money? We I say know. people are afraid of money, but who doesn't love money? Like at the end of the day, why are we working for free? Come on. Right. Sorry, Michelle. But it's true. Yeah, we it's love money. Me. Yeah, I love money. My brain is always figuring out how can we make more money? So there's three ways. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to go into this because I yeah. love it so much. There's only three ways <laughs> to grow your business. Number okay. one, 
is you increase the number of customers, which we're all trying to do, okay? Yeah. Number two is to increase your average ticket price. So when I train my students every year, your average price has to go up, whether that's from a price increase or you're adding more products and services, but your ticket price, that average ticket price has to go up every single year. You have to be looking at it. That's a KPI in your business. And then number three is increase the frequency in which your customer buys. So my monthly customers, I want to convert them into bi-weekly. So we do that by making them an offer. We create an offer again, that's so good that they have to switch from monthly to bi-weekly. So those are the only three ways to grow any business. Um, and wow. so when I, when I talk with my students, those are the strategies. So we look at strategies first and then we apply the tactics inside those strategies. But those are the only three ways to grow any, any business. Wow, I love it. Okay, and then one more quick question. I know you guys are a Maid Brigade franchise and they come with a lot of systems kind of prepackaged, right? You kind of have a few things um, of sort of a framework on which to start your company or start your business. Uh -huh. For those out there that are getting started, what are some of the tools or technology that you're using? Um, because you have, you know, Maid Brigade kind of helping behind you, what other things could they pick up that would help with their operations or their systems within their small business? What could they grab this year that would make a difference? Yeah, I mean, business, when I started 13 years ago, is so different today. I mean, I think, yeah. Martha, you would agree <laughs> too. Like, what's available now as far as, like, technology? And that's the difference, I'll tell you guys. You know why franchises were so popular for so long? It was because of they technology. They had technology, exactly. <laughs> and it's <laughs> no longer... A hidden yep. gem because it's available. It's, it's it's available in all shapes, shapes and sizes, no matter what kind of industry. So you know, I wonder about franchises in the future. It's just we live in a different. We live in a different era. So, um, what technology solutions? I yeah. mean, gosh, there's so many. I, I really, 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 really harp on getting reviews in your business. Because okay. in the future, you guys, the world that we live in is online. That's it. The world we live in is online. And we've seen that with COVID. COVID changed the way we live. So yeah, um, it did. It did. And it moved us five years ahead faster. Meaning like, had we just been on our normal, you know, rate of growth, but, but COVID like literally forced us five years ahead in technology. Mm -hmm. like, people don't even go to the grocery store anymore. Yeah. So the thing is, you have to think about your business being online. And if you don't have an online presence in five years, you're dead. So you have to figure out a solution. And I think nice job is, I, I don't get any money from this, but I, I, I really like nice job. I don't know if you guys use them for you. Oh, I think yeah, we're we all, love them. all five of us are nice job users. Yeah. Okay. Love them. And <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's the little hidden secret is that you've got okay. to be able to get reviews, real reviews, not fake reviews, but that's the secret in the business is you've got to position your business for on whatever online strategy, doesn't matter what your business is, you have to have an online presence. Great, so, okay, cool. Um, I love it. For my homework, I'll post something because Nice Job is still having their offer. I was um, just looking Black for the Friday. link. I know, yeah. it's so good. They're still doing that offer until Friday. So it's we'll an amazing sure offer with everybody. And, yeah, we'll share it. Good. To go along with that, they're engaged, that engage feature that's free. It's free. A, it's a no brainer. You have to put that on your yeah. website. 
I did it myself awesome. for my accounting firm. Like you can do it. It's very easy. They give you the HTML code. It's free. And then talk about a good offer. Cause then I signed up for a nice job for my accounting firm after I did engage. So it's perfect. Yeah. I, I highly recommend them. Okay. Awesome. Carrie, thank you so, so much. I'm going to pass you on to Martha. All righty. Uh, <laughs> I've been, well, first off, I don't really know how we haven't met. I know. <laughs> it's like, I, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Carrie. Oh yeah, Carrie. And then, and the then when said you were coming on, I'm like, you know, I don't really know Carrie, but I feel like I know Carrie. But yeah. uh, anyway, so I'm really glad to at least, you know, uh, be able to talk with you. And as you've been talking, I've been thinking, oh, I want to talk about that. Oh, I want to talk about that. Yep. <laughs> and I am absolutely known as the going long person. So I've got one topic. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm sure you've noticed this too, but I feel like people have dipped back down because of COVID and uh, specifically around hiring and it just seems yeah. pretty, pretty miserable right now. And, yeah. and I know I had a few private messages yesterday and, you know, a couple people were like, I'm literally ready to quit. And mm -hmm. this is why we started Fight Club for Business in the first fight. We, Megan, called and, hey, <laughs> you know, but uh, I love it. I feel like, and I know you do too, I really feel like, oh my gosh, we have to help people. And listen, we're fighting the same battle over in, you know, at Dusting Divas land, but I also understand it's part of the process. Um, and when you were talking about offer, I thought, okay, what? kind of offer are people laying out for prospective employees? And, you know, it, we, you should be marketing to employees just the same as you should be marketing to clients. And um, I just don't think people, they hear it, but they don't do it. Right. So let's yeah. hear what you have to say about that. Okay, so the, the acronym in marketing is WIFM. What's in it for me? So whether you're hiring, whether you're a company who's hiring or you're looking to grow with more clients, you have to think of that acronym because your, your, your customer is thinking that in their head when they see your ad. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? And the same thing when there's a job, the person who's looking at the job, you know, like your ad says, okay, but what's in it for me? And so... The ad should be fr framed up like this. Are you looking for a job where you don't have to work nights and weekends? Are you looking for a job where you make more than minimum wage? Um, are you, uh, gosh, what's another thing I could say? Um, I mean, oh, Martha, Martha is the queen. She has like a million of these, but yes. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you need to attract, like, again, there's so many people who work at Walmart and Target and all, and they have terrible hours. Right. You know, they're working, they start their shift at 7 p.m. and then they end at midnight. I mean, those hours are terrible. And those are, we could bring them into, you know, our business. They're going to work a day shift. They're home in the evenings with their kids. They're off on the weekends. 
we have a lot of benefits that we can offer our customers. So that's how the ad needs to be framed up is what's in it for me. And what's in it for them is nights and weekends off, um, getting paid considerably higher than minimum wage. I mean, maybe you offer health benefits. Maybe you offer 401k benefits. What's in it for me is what they're thinking when they're looking at your ad. And so for the people who are struggling, that's what needs to be in their ad is the attract the right person with the things that they're looking for most um, by just saying we're hiring. That's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's a really good strategy to go and look at other like fast food ads, uh, retail ads, basically your competitor for these applicants look at what their ads look like. And then with that, what's in it for me, think, okay, what are they not saying that I could say? Yeah. And, you know, putting an ad out there like that. And my, my wheels have been kind of spinning about, I've been using quizzes lately. And I thought, I I thought, you know, you could put a quiz out like, um, I mean, this is off the cuff, but you know, would I like a cleaning job or, you know, whatever, some kind of quiz, but then lead it to, uh, do you prefer working Monday through Friday? Do you prefer working daytime or evening, you know, and mm-hmm. basically leading them to, hey, guess what? You answered yeah. yes, <laughs> nine of 10 yeah. of those questions, you know? Um, so, yeah, now you made me have a new project. Oh my gosh. And Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, this is how Martha works. Her new project will be done by the end of the weekend and she'll post it in the Fight Club yeah. group and anybody who wants to copy it can. She, awesome. she is like a recruiting machine. She, I'm Anybody else thinking about her Cody Owen discussion when Carrie was talking about Walmart? Like Martha was talking on the cuff about how she was going to like hyper-localize Target uh, like Walmart or Amazon centers and she was going to figure out their shifts and she was going to recruit to them and talk that's to them awesome. specifically. Yeah. yeah. Because Mar- that's Martha. where I have found my best, um, my best employees is they're working already. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yes. your best Absolutely. employee is someone who's already employed yeah. <laughs> because the people at home right now who don't work, those are not good employees anyway. So your right. best employee is somebody who's already working and they, and if you like, for us, our office manager, I stole her from Sam's Club. I'm not joking. I stole her from Sam's Club. And yep. she had crappy hours. Um, I mean, they paid her decent. You know, I mean, it wasn't great money. It was decent. But the talent that she had and her skill set, I picked up on it immediately. And I said to my husband, I'm like, we need her. We need her. And I went there three times. <laughs> I went there three times. And Love she it. is our best higher of all time. And like, we wanted to get to a point where we would have like a GM, somebody that we can trust to run our business for us to go away. She is it and she can do it. So I find employees by the ones who are at McDonald's, the superstars, the rock stars, you see them, you hand them a little card and you say, you know, I would, I would, I would love to talk to you about working for our company. And then on your website, you need to have like a little video of your employees who say, I love working here because this, 
X, Y, Z. And then when, you know, essentially what that's doing is creating FOMO, right? I mean, the fear of missing out. And so when someone sees that other employees are having fun working for this company, because how much fun is it to work for Walmart or McDonald's? It's not. And so when they see how much fun your employees are having working for a good company, they want to work for you. And so that's how we find our employees. They're already working. I pluck them from where they are. And that's yeah, how we bring them. Love it. Love and it. I think that's a perfect example because, you know, for anybody listening, it's, we know it's tough out there. It is yeah. tough to hire right now, but um, I think Carrie and I would both give it back to you on how hard are you working at it? Yeah. You know, are you whining about how hard it is or are you going, okay, I have doubled my budget. I have done X, Y, and Z you know, I'm not going to run the same ad that's not working. I'm going to do something else. Um, and I tend to do tough love, but I'm telling you, if it's not working, then you are the only one who has the power to change it. Yeah, and it's a, it's a mindset thing. I mean, yes, it's I, tough I, right I, now. It's tough, but I mean, I, I want to agree with the mindset. It totally is like, yeah. it's, a, it's sorry to interrupt, but, but Martha, I feel like that was the biggest thing that you helped Jeff with my husband. So Martha changed our entire lives like two years ago when we did level up, build teams that give a shit. And it was the confidence thing. So like Carrie was talking about confidence with your pricing. Now Jeff has confidence about his culture. And then it makes it easier to attract because as Carrie's saying, like, it's a mindset thing. Now Jeff's like, this is a good job and I yeah. am a good boss. Right. And, and it makes it easier. Yeah. She, she's Sorry, embarrassed. Not, but yeah. It's, it's like. <laughs> I know. This is not I know, but it's true. Show. This is not. Hey, Carrie, I agree. It's, it is a mindset. And, uh, and I mean, I know, I feel for people who reach out and say, oh, I want to quit. And wouldn't you say too, that for some people it's, Maybe it isn't the best thing because there's a lot of anguish in this whole. Oh, this is the hardest of. If you own a maid service business, like it ranks at the top of the hardest job ever because we we get hit from all angles. Like, I mean, the customers, the, the oh the that that alone, just the customers. But then you have the employee issues, and I mean, just everything that goes with it. It's the it truly is. I feel like the hardest industry of all of them. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, but, but you have to design a really good culture. And so when I talk about my husband, he's, he, he brought that. I, yeah. I had specs of that in my business, but because of his leadership style, he was mm -hmm. able to really build upon what I had started and creating a, a culture that was just, I mean, people want to work for our company. You guys, I don't have ads. We've never used an ad ever. <laughs> wow. um, so, and she has 32 employees, employees. now we are struggling right now with finding people because before i would get I, we would say in the past five to ten walk-ins a week oh wow week. wow and not yeah. anymore so after covid 
I thought like after COVID, I thought, okay, once we got back into July and August, I thought our it would pick up again. It has not. I mean, we're, we're probably like two a month now who just walk in, but I will tell you our secret sauce is our current employees find our future employees. So mm -hmm. they help us, you know, we'll have meetings and we'll talk about a bonus. You know, like if you bring somebody in after three months, you get a $200 bonus and, and the employee gets a hundred dollar bonus. So our current employees are always really bringing in our future employees and that's just how it's always worked yeah i love it yeah. my time is up but i denise has one question um for, for you two ladies so denise is watching and she said ads vary so much depending on where in the country companies serve so do you guys have any recommendations for denise like about speaking the language of your market or um I know that wasn't technically a question, but I think there's a question in there. Um. Yeah, so, you know, I think everybody is looking for that secret sauce of, you know, where do I put an ad and what should it say and all of that. And um, I don't know about you, Carrie, but I don't, I mean, I don't have the secret sauce. I can tell you that indeed works the best for us of anything but it doesn't it's not blowing the doors off um i you know i have not resorted to grassroots tactics but i have in the past and i may soon but things like carrie's talking about like picking out these you know, if you go through the drive-through, I know I have said to people in um, food service, I have definitely said to people before, you are really good at your job. And, you know, I tell them about our company and say, you know, here's a card if you're interested. And I'll, you know, I'll say, ask for me specifically. And, um, but churches i mean you got if you're if you're desperate then start doing more i don't want to say desperate measures but start getting more resourceful churches there's uh apartment complexes you could go put flyers at a, apartment complexes uh We've even, not lightly, but we've even done some um, every door direct mail, but mm. to employees, like in areas where our current employees live and then, you know, market those neighborhoods. So there's things you can do. And I guess that my answer would be, if what you're doing isn't working, try something else any anything to add to that Carrie I mean I know times are tough right now finding employees because a lot of people are not wanting to work and that's why I say the best employees are already employed so I would really use that strategy of finding the rock stars who are at Target and McDonald's I mean I had <laughs> I'm ashamed to say this but I used to go to get a sweet tea every single day at McDonald's and to a point where when I didn't show up, the lady would say, oh, hey, where you been? Where have you been? You know, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, so that was my little habit. Um, they but, do have that sweet tea, though. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, every day. But that's bad. Every single day to a point where if I didn't show up, they'd be like, where were you yesterday? I'm like, oh, gosh. So anyway, I say that because the lady who would take care of me was kind of like a, a manager and um, she was a rock star. And I gave her a card one time and she never contacted us. But I should have been more persistent because she was somebody who like fit our culture fit in with our, our, our you know, our, our customer, our um, employees and they're out there. I just, I wasn't as persistent as I should have been, but I was with my, my um, office manager because she was so good. So that's my little like strategy that I try to find the rock stars. And I'm not saying like, it's just the people that go out of their way. And, right. and um, cause you know, if they take care of you, they're going to take care of your customers. And that's really all you're looking for is somebody who's going to, go out of their way to take care of your customers. And so I, I think the best way to do that is when you're out and about, have your business card with you, but go one step further. This is on my list to do next year and create a video. Um, Paul August has it on his website. It's a video of his employees raving about what it's like to work for his company. Cause your employees will do the best job at selling your company. You, you can't, they can sell your company for you. So all this video oh, yes. is, is just them saying like, I love this company. Cause I, even though I don't work 40 hours a week, I'm still making 40 hours of pay. One person said like, I love working here. They give us breakfast. I mean, just there were all the things that you do that it was a simple little video. And that's where he sends, you must watch that video before you apply to his company. So I think Carrie, yeah. just, I think Carrie just found her homework. I think his website is home plus cleaning. And if you go to the join our team, yeah, that's the tab join our yep. team. And on there is a, a very simple video. It's not high quality. He didn't outsource it. He just, he did it with his phone. He, he videoed the people yep. on his phone, clipped it together. And he says that gets him more employees than anything. Yeah. And again, it. it's an example of, okay, what can I do? You yeah, know, it's being strategic. Yeah. Um, and I, the, the last thing I wanted to say is that I really think that part of the employee, like, and I guess people have really kind of um, touched me this week in that they sound, it, it's, people are desperate. Right now, and I and again, I feel like people are in that March April period that they were earlier, and now they're back there feeling like, oh my gosh, just throw my hands up. And so, one of the things that I would like to say is that part of this is feeling out of control. Uh, part of it is, you know feeling helpless. I can't find employees. And so Carrie mentioned some things you can do to get some control back. So if you can't find employees and you've got all these leads coming in, or you can't even service the people you have, to me, one of the first things you do is what Carrie was talking about, raise your prices. I mean, who cares if you lose some people because you can't service them anyway. Absolutely. And, and then raise your prices. And, you know, personally, I don't love monthlies. So, 
you know, mm-hmm. quit taking monthlies. Correct. You know, or drop monthlies. I mean, or make them an they, offer to switch to biweekly. Yeah. Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, there are some things that you can do if you're feeling desperate to take back some control. And while you're trying to add to your staff, come over here and rein in some things where you feel like at least you've plugged that leaking bucket and it's like, all right, (laughs) this pressure has subsided some, I can work on this. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say about COVID is this too shall pass. This too shall pass. So you've got to have a plan. And like you said, I mean, people are struggling because they feel chaotic. Well, it's because they don't have a plan. So this too shall pass. And when it does, you better have a plan. And so I would take, I would stop burying your head in the sand and get ready for 2021 because it's going to be different and you better have a plan because there's going to be so many opportunities to grow. And so people, again, it's a mindset thing. You've got to get past this through believing in yourself, what's worked in your business and do more of that. And raising prices solves a lot of problems in your business. It's actually, I mean, it's the number one thing that I preach is you have to increase your prices and you really truly never stop because your business doesn't get better until you keep increasing your prices. Because when you increase your prices, you get better. Everything gets better. You have better technology. You have better equipment. You have better employees. Everything gets better in your business when you increase your prices. So, I mean, start there, but you better have a plan for 2021. Love it. Amen. I love it. All right. Homework? Homework, yeah. A lot of it. I think we're all going to kind of like overlap this week. I have a feeling with like homework because I'm definitely kind of overlapped with Megan a little bit. I want you guys this week, I know we talked a lot on the sales and marketing side between Megan and I about offers and just going at your marketing, just doing it. So biggest thing for me is going to be emails. It's been a while since we talked about emails. Just send the dang email. That's all I'm going to say. Just do it. Just send one, create an offer, go out there. Like um, Carrie said, maybe this week you're removing the D word. You're removing discounts. Maybe that's something you're doing this week in your email but use that email template or um, structure as how you're getting out to your yes past customers and your no, not right now customers that may at this point in time be turning into a yes. Okay, awesome. I love it. Love, love, love it. Um, My homework this week is gonna be to check out Carrie's program. So I really feel like that 5D challenge is huge because just like Martha, it's funny, like Martha and I did not talk to the same people this week, but there's, there's this, sense of, I don't know if it's like the election's over or the holidays are coming or there's a lot of anxiety about 2021, but I had a rough week with client meetings this week too. And mine tended to be, I was like, if you could just have the confidence to raise your prices, you could actually fix a lot of this. And I'd rather you raise your prices now versus later because you can't really outsell your problem until you get priced correctly. Um, so I'm going to encourage you to check out Carrie's five-day challenge. I'll put a link in the Facebook group for you to do that. Um, you also sometimes run webinars. Do you have any webinars coming up, Carrie? I, yes, I'm going to have a webinar in December. Um, 
I'm going to change up my program a little bit. So my five day cleaning boss challenge, I'm going to keep, but I'm going to also layer on some more coaching with that because I find that people take the five day cleaning boss challenge and then they do nothing with it. And so they love it, right? They, they walk away and they're like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. Like they, they're, they feel, they feel relief. Like, oh, I have hope. But then they feel like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. <laughs> and so I need to, I need to um, figure out how to help them be successful. So I'm going to take the five-day cleaning boss challenge and I'm going to layer on me helping them execute and implement that in their business. So that's going to be my next webinar is combination of the course, but me holding their hand afterwards to, to make them be successful because I'm not successful unless my students are successful. Like that's the only way that I have success is if they're successful. So by well, and you have two people that are just bragging on you. Uh, Pam Clyde <laughs> said, Carrie's pricing module is the best. And Denise said, Carrie, the queen of the offers. So you've got uh, some Denise, yeah, watching did very long well. today. Yeah, and, she, she did great with the, the training. She implemented quite a bit, so. And, and we see what you're doing. You're adding value to your program. We see that, that's awesome. Adding <laughs> that's value great. by adding the counting and the accountability. That's fantastic. Yeah, so. and I need to preach it more. So that's why I'm gonna get my podcast out. I, I really wanna change our industry. Like my mission is to change my industry, the cleaning industry, so people stop competing on discounts and instead increase their prices to add more value. That's, that's my dream and my vision and my mission <laughs> is to really impact our industry in a different way. Like everybody's doing something, but I feel like what I'm doing is different because nobody's talking about an offer. And it's so, it's again, it's not new or it, there's nothing, I didn't create it. I mean, there's not, it, but I, but I want people to understand that the more value you provide, the more value, valuable you become. And, and you want to attract higher end clients. This is a, this is a luxury business. Sorry, it is. I mean, I know we have yeah. the clean part now with the disinfection, but it's still a luxury industry and you, you don't want to work for broke people. You just don't, you don't want to work for broke customers. I mean, rule number one is, is do business with people who have, no, who have money. Rule number two is do business with people who have money. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love so, it. So like, my, my goal is to help everyone create an offer in their business and never compete on discounts ever again. Susan sure just needs a pat on the back from the comments. She sent out three rate increases yesterday and three two weeks ago. Susan, we're proud Yay. of you. She's fantastic. Good job, Susan. Okay, sorry, Michelle, Great. your turn, homework. No problem. So homework is to check out Nice Job. They have a landing page where they've got their offer for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Um, in addition to a lot of other vendors, including a couple of us who are on the screen, also have some offers on that blog post. So I just shared that one um, so that everybody could kind of go to one spot and you can see all the offers for those um, deals. Uh, I think most of them are good until Friday. So you have a little bit of time, but jump on there and get them. Uh, it's a no brainer. You have yeah. to sign up with Nice Job. Yeah, love it, love it. And quality driven just recently integrated with Nice Job. Oh, so, nice. Yay. Yeah, we send the survey and then so add that on to Nice Job and then they do the reviews go up. Perfect. Um, so great. Love it. And, and then uh, we get the data by employee. It's so genius. I love, 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 love it. I, I love it. And, you know, this is not a nice job commercial, but I've it before. Um, it but, you know, many review companies, I don't know how to say it other than some review companies are kind of 
scammy and they're they like hold you to contracts and they're just it's not so we held off and we knew we needed people wanted the review piece with quality driven we're not a review software so when I met Lars and his team. I'm like, these are good people. So uh, I really, if you're looking, Carrie mentioned reviews, that is a way of the future. It is. People are going to online shop. And so we do. I think we all highly recommend them. And um, anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, I have to come up with homework, don't I? Homework, you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm going to say wow. is almost always I'm saying a people thing, but today I'm going to say if um, my Christmas clock over there, um, today I'm going to say that if you are feeling out of control, needing to get employees, you're going to try something different, but to feel like you get that control back, take Carrie's advice, raise your prices and stop offering services that you don't really want to offer in the first place. And you can do it temporarily too. You know, if you want to say, I mean, we're not recommending this, but if you want to say, okay, I don't want to be priced at that amount forever well if you don't have enough staff then until you have enough staff price it high because you don't have anybody anyway so uh anyway yeah there's my people good stuff. <laughs> love it. Good stuff i love it all right uh home, uh quote of the week quote of the I, week I think you're week. on it already i yeah. am i already posted love it, it in the facebook page so good and it was I'm taking a hint from our Southern bells who are freezing today. And the quote of the week is, it's only cold if you're standing still. So get out there and hustle, people. Get there out there and go. hustle and warm yeah. up, okay? And have warm a wonderful up. week, everybody. And keep fighting. And thank you for joining us, Carrie. We had a great time with you. Thank you, you for having a great day. Thank you, Carrie. A whole hour. I loved it. <laughs> oh, I love God. it. Okay, have a great day. Keep fighting, everyone. Bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.